Business is brought to you by Audible.com. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And that must mean I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share tips, tricks, stories of what it's like to be a married couple that own and operate a business together. Allison, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. We had a really fun Friday afternoon. Yeah, Friday we took our team and did a kickball game. Yes, it was different. We've tried to do some team building things in the past. Um, we've done bowling at Christmas time. Our team hasn't really been big enough to do something big. So this was the first time we've attempted something like this. Yeah, it was fun, you know, and what was actually really interesting about it, and we'll talk about it in a future episode, is our team kind of brought the idea to us to do it. So that's kind of made it, you know, I think everybody had a little more buy-in and had more fun that way. Yeah, well, we've got a little team engagement society, as they call it, and this was one of their ideas. So I let them run with it. Um, they originally wanted to do softball. And then I said, uh, that's probably not user-friendly to everybody in our group. So we agreed on kickball. Um, I made team t-shirts. We uh, So we had t-shirts with, with numbers on it. We brought down the Blackstone griddle and did a little cookout. So we just did like two hours away from the office. Everybody got a chance to come and interact, the field team, the office team. So see who was competitive and uh have a little bit of a break, but be together. Yeah, it was a good time. It was it was a great time. This week, Allison, we have an interview with a couple that are actually old friends of ours that we've known for a long time. Yeah, so we met Jen and Ed many years ago when Ed and his dad were our plumbers for our remodeling company. Yeah, and we've worked with them before. Um, but now Jen and Ed had kind of moved, and, and now they own a business that does uh, propane. But it was it's really interesting to hear their story about how they run the business. It's a multi-generational family business like ours. Um, so take a minute and listen to Jen and Ed Gezwell from Pilgrim Propane. everybody. We're joined today with Jen and Ed Guesswell from Pilgrim Propane. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, guys. So it's great to have you on. One of the cool things uh, about your company, uh, Pilgrim Propane, um, is that you guys are a multi-generational business, Ed. So you started the business with your father years ago and kind of worked with him for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we um, I can't even remember when we started. It was sometime in the 80s we started the plumbing company. And from then it evolved. Uh, he had sold that at one point. We went to work for an oil company, then to a gas company. And I worked at the gas company for quite a bit. And that's where we got our knowledge of propane and experience and everything. And then few years later, I went back into the plumbing business. And from then, my father decided that his retirement wasn't really doing anything for him. So he wanted to open up some sort of legacy and leave something behind for us and, and my, my kids. And uh, he decided that let's go into the propane business. And that's kind of how it all evolved. That, that's pretty much the, the synopsis of it. And and working in a family business or working with your father, and Allison has experience working with her father, working with your father is one of those things where, you know, there's there's good and bad with everything. It's a family business. There's the fun. How did you and your dad a lot of times find a way to break out, you know, what is family, what is Ed and Ed time, and what is, you know, Pilgrim Propane time? Yeah, it was, it was kind of tough, especially when we started the plumbing business back in the 80s. It, it was out of our house. So there was a really hard time with it being separated because the business was always there. Our basement was not a basement. It was a plumbing shop. Our garage was not a garage. It was a pipe 
warehouse. Um, so that was probably the hardest part um, of it was separating it. And now where we're, we're larger and we have office space and we have a yard, it's separated. So it actually is actually, it's easier now, especially with when, when my dad was here before he somewhat retired. And now with Jen and I together, we do have a little bit more of a separation of that. Tell us a little bit about how you and Jen met and how Jen came to be part of the business. So back in um, the transition time when we were not really sure with the plumbing and the gas, I had, I had uh, left the, the plumbing world and the oil world. And I went to work straight for a plumbing company and Jen happened to be working in the office yeah, I there. I was working there during college. And we had secretary, administration, ministry of assistant, mm-hmm. and I was a plumber and we kind of just met that way. Yeah. So just a friendship. We were friends in the beginning and then, and then after that, we, then after that, yeah. we got together, got married and yeah. now we have kids. <laughs> And Jen, how did you decide to start working, you know, full-time with Ed and, and Pilgrim? Uh, I was working for a law firm in Boston for about 13 years commuting in there. And um, I got pretty tired of commuting, especially when we had the kids. It was really hard to keep to train schedules and getting home. I really didn't see them much because I would be getting home and they would be going to bed. And so Ed and his dad said they needed to add someone to the office. So um, they offered if I wanted to jump on board. So that's how that came about. That was about six, seven years ago. Yeah, it it was almost like a natural fit. It was, we got the business built up enough where we really needed someone in the office to actually really run the office. Not as much um, just to answer phone calls. It was really just to take over and and run with the office part of things. That, That my father was better at it than I was, but neither one of us really were the office type. Yeah. And then when your mom, his mom got sick, um, they were not in the office as much. So then I took on more of that. Yeah. It kind of just kind of naturally happened. And now that it's more the two of you running the day-to-day operations, what, how do you guys see your roles? Are, is one of you more the visionary and one of you more the implementer? Or how do you guys divide who how, how you make the plan? I'd say that's a little bit of both. Um, I am definitely more the crazy spontaneous one and I'm the one that comes up with some crazy ideas that I kind of need to be grounded by her so I think she <laughs> grounds me um, I might see a new, might go to a trade show and see some new crazy thing in our industry and I'm ready to buy it and get it right on board and get it going and she's like well do we really need that and <laughs> did you look at the numbers this week and are we forecasting that out and she, so she brings me back down to earth and you know, sometimes it works. Sometimes I still go out and do some crazy stuff, but a lot of times she, she does mellow me down enough that uh, it, we're a good combination where I'm the crazy, she's the stable. Yeah, I think that's the best way to. And work. I run more of the office stuff, and Ed's more like you're better with the like the sales part of it. And yeah, the, yeah. Uh, definitely, I'm um, having the background in the field yeah. now that I'm in the office full time uh, helps. Jen doesn't have as much that she definitely knows enough about it that she can answer questions and everything, but it's a little bit easier for me on the day-to-day things to answer questions that she may not know the answers to. Yeah. And I just do the, the office like payables and receivables and, and you know, that kind of thing. I, I like that. That's Craig and I call that the, the wow person and the how person. I'm the wow person. I always have these ideas and things I want to buy and spend. And Allison's like, well, how are we going to do how it? How are we going to do that? How are we going to make <laughs> uh, yeah. definitely more conservative when it comes to that? And he's, 
he's a spender. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good thing, though. I think that's a, one of those good things that helps you sort of balance in your business, you know, because you can't have two wow people. You would go broke. You would be in debt right. up to your elbows. So that's it's, home, it's, too. That's home and business. <laughs> but when my father was here more, uh, when my father and I would go, hey, we're going to go out on the road for a little bit. We'll be back in an hour. Jen would actually cringe because she's, what are they going to buy now? Like, what What are they going to buy? What are we going to have now that we're going to have to pay for? They're a bad combination, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of, were they teaming up on you a little bit there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, big time, yes. And your mom, more on your mom. Yeah, my mom yeah. is more like Jen. My mom is more the conservative one. She was more the straight, you know, how are we going to do this? How is that really good? How realistically is this going to happen? So it was a good combination of my dad and I are very similar, and Jen and my mom were very similar in that respect. So it worked out well transitioning to us in the family business. So now that you guys are both full-time in the office together and then go home and full-time at home together, what have been some of the challenges that you guys have found like separating, you know, work from home and when it's time to stop talking about work or when it's time to start talking about work? Yeah, I think it's probably better about (laughs) stop talking about work than I am. I'm definitely more bring it home. Like I could work anytime. Anytime, day or night, I can bring my work home with me. He's more that, nope, once I'm home, I want nothing to do with the business, unless emergency calls come in, obviously. We're on call with the business that we're in. We're on call pretty much 24-7. So we always have some sort of access with our business with the answering service and everything for emergencies. So it's always there, but I think I'm definitely able to shut it off more than You can turn it off, yeah, more than I can, for sure. It's it's definitely a struggle, especially with everything going on with kids and sports and all that. Um, it's hard to, to do both as well as a business and that. And I am definitely more of the shut off and let's just do it. And she's still, well, you go take the kids. I'm going to work on some <laughs> paperwork or whatever she does. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like even if we're having like, you know, if you're at home and you're having like issues with the kids, it's hard to like turn it off when you're in the office. You know, it's like the same thing. It's hard to, to completely switch over. <laughs> So because you guys have built several businesses over your lifetime, what do you think owning a business has afforded you that if you had continued to work for other people, you wouldn't have had? We talk about it all the time. Flexibility. Flexibility. Yeah. I mean, we still have that. um, Like you said, working, you could work 24 hours because we could get a call at 3 a.m. or during our kids' birthday parties or sporting Mm -hmm. events. So we don't have that luck of completely turning it off there. But we, I can go pick up my child from school without answering to somebody else or saying I can't go get them, which as a mom, you know, makes you feel awful. Um, taking them to doctor's appointments or even for our own appointments, it just makes such a, a different way, I think, of life, especially where I worked in Boston and I was right. stuck on that commuting schedule. I had no flexibility, you know, and now, and if I want to work at home, I can, and you can work at home. Yeah, we can. We, we can have, work at our a home in New Hampshire. We can. Yeah. We've yeah, pretty much wherever. now become more yeah. mobile. Yeah. When COVID did anything to our business. It was making us more mobile, even more than I thought we were. Now we're even more mobile. Mm-hmm. So we can remote, which gives us again, the flexibility. That was the key was flexibility. And we didn't have to get someone's permission. And we have our, our own permission on yeah. that. <laughs> Actually, the only permission is really, our own guilt. Yeah, I guess so. that. Jesus, yeah. eight o'clock. I'm not at work. Yeah, but I'm going to work till nine o'clock tonight. Yeah. But still, I'm not there at eight o'clock in the morning with the guys getting them going. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the guilt. I think is the hardest. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that that owner guilt is is real because I Craig and I struggle with that a lot. Yeah. 
And I think for us, what we've worked really hard on doing is, you know, empowering, and I know you have too, empowering your employees to understand, well, you're in this, you're just as much a part of this as we are and making them, you know, have ownership of their roles in the company definitely help, helps me with my guilt. Right. Yeah. For us too, we have a lot of uh, family too, as well. So uh, my father-in-law, Jen's dad actually drives one of our trucks. Um, My son answers our our phones in the office and they actually go out in the field. He'll do stuff in the field. So there's that. My best friend works for me as well as his wife and his daughter. So we really have multi dimensions of family in the office at any one time. There's someone that's somehow related to somebody somehow. And we're very, we're so lucky to have like people that we can trust and they care about the company because I think that's hard to come by too. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you guys have worked really hard to build a good family culture, not just feeling like family, but being family. 100%. Yes. What do you hope that your kids are learning from watching you guys run a business together? For me, it's it's not as much me because I have that guilt of, um, again, I can shut it off easier at home. And I do have a guilt with that as well because when I'm sitting there doing something with one of my kids and there's Jen – going at the computer and doing something for a couple hours, I have that guilt of, of that. But on the other respect of it is the work ethic that she puts in to the business. I hope that they see how much she and we both give to this business for everyone's future. But I hope that that is what I can pass on to my kids is the work ethic that yeah. more she has than I do. Cause I have a guilt about that. <laughs> <laughs> So we always ask everybody, what's something, a tool, a program, a book that's really helped you build your business or build your relationship, something that's like your go-to recommendation? I don't know. I, I honest, To be honest with you, it's really everything that we take in. I've actually listened to some of your podcasts and um, they actually help me a lot. We, we have a house in New Hampshire and we've been doing some work up there and the two hour drive up there. I've actually listened. I think I sent you a message saying that I really liked a couple of your podcasts. Um, I don't mean to, to brag to you about it, but honestly, oh, like thanks. we like that. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Well, in similar situations that we are. And then even sometimes um, so, uh, you had another family on, I forget who it were, but I actually was like, Oh my God, I'm not as good as they are. We are just, we're horrible. We are just terrible. <laughs> we're not at all like that. But then other times it's like, Oh my God, that's really, that's a great idea. I really like that. So I think it's just really observing other family businesses and trying to support them. And as you support them, you learn from them. And I think that's been my, my best tool is that. Yeah. I mean, I think we're always in survival mode. Um, just with the home life, the kids, their busy schedules, and then, you know, working here. And I I don't know if I'm probably utilizing what is out there as a good tool. Like I'm probably not accessing, you know, anything that I probably should be. Um, Because I feel like we're always in that survival mode of getting our day done and getting to the kids. And Mm -hmm. um, so I really feel like, I feel like there's probably some things out there we should be doing that we haven't done yet. But hopefully um, as we build this business and, you know, pass on some responsibilities to other people. Hopefully we can uh, fine tune that. A yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, Again, it goes yeah. to the guilt with it's, it's the guilt. Like Allison, you said, um, it is a real thing. That guilt is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's as much as you want to be able to take time to do stuff, but you yeah. still feel that guilt mm-hmm. of it. And as well as um, some people ask us, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, I know the soccer, um, but I don't know the time yet because it's not Saturday yet. It's Friday. Mm-hmm. 
So <laughs> I also t- I always tell people I haven't gone that far. I have to get through today first, and then I'll figure out tomorrow. That's, that's how exactly. we are. Yeah. yeah. But talking about you know. A, this podcast, one of the things that we've really enjoyed is also getting to talk to other couples who are in similar position to we are, because I feel like sometimes we're on this island by ourselves. We're the only people who are in a family business where we have a dad and our husband or our wife. And so it's been fun to connect with other people who understand where we are, because I think that sometimes we don't realize that there are so many more of us out there than we think there are. Yeah. And I think like every time we we talk to somebody and we get that one little like tidbit, that one thing that they said, and like, it's worth it. Like yeah. it's worth, it's, it's, you know, we say when we, when we speak in a, to a group of people, we always say like the perfect company is in this room. The perfect company is all of the guests on this podcast, you know? And so if we can get all of those little ideas and put them together, it would be, it's a, it, it's amazing. It's you get happen. one good tip. It was worth it. Yeah. One good tip. It's worth it. What's something you would recommend to other couples who are thinking about working together? I would honestly say do it. Um, I enjoy it. I actually, I mean, no one really enjoys going to work. I, I don't think anyone really truly enjoys doing it. Um, I mean, who would not want to really be on a beach, you know, somewhere, but um, if I had to pick it, I would, I would definitely choose what we're doing. Cause I actually get to spend a lot of time with her and we actually, I, we, I, just, I enjoy being with her. Probably, so it's probably turn, like you said before, like turning it off though, like being good about not discussing things at home. Yeah. Like I said, like he's better, obviously, at that. But um, I do think that that's very valuable if you're going to work together. Yeah, because to I'll actually that separation. Yeah, I'll actually operate. catch you on the phone looking at emails. Yeah, like Sunday night or yeah. Sunday at two o'clock in the afternoon, she's looking at emails. I'm like, please don't look at the emails. <laughs> that's me. That's me. No phones sure. in no wait, no. Well, you guys can't do this, but no phones in the bedroom anymore. Yeah, no. We can't have a phone yeah. in the bedroom anymore. Wait, uh, the phone the, the phone got banned from the bedroom. So I, my personal one is not in the bedroom anymore. It's just my uh, the just work the one, work just the work one emergency one that yeah. we have. So yeah, we've tried to do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about uh, Pilgrim Propane and how people can find you if they're interested in looking you guys up. So we're a family business, as we've stated. Um, we're out of Hanover, Mass, and um, we, we we cater to um, pretty much everything gas piping and propane related. If you can't do it with natural gas, we can do it with propane. Uh, they can find us on our website. It's our company name, which is Pilgrim, P-I-L-G-R-I-M, propane, P-R-O-P-A-N-E.com. And um, you can get our phone numbers there and contact us through a little contact us on the website. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd be more than happy to answer any mm-hmm. questions you have on it. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time and being on our show this week. Oh, thank you thank for having you us. It was thank great. You. Thank you, guys. This was so much fun. And we talked for a lot longer with Jen and Ed than we could put in the episode. So it was a really good fun to reconnect and see what's going on in their lives. Um, Jen and I were in a book club before she came into the business with Ed, but we had talked about it a lot about how she wanted to get into the business and how, how and when could they transition her. So it was fun to see, you know, so many years later, how it's working out for the two of them. Yeah. And it's really funny. It's, it's interesting in a lot of ways too, because they have a lot of the same, I'll say challenges, or they go through a lot of the same things we've gone through with 
him and his father having a business together and that dynamic of not only it being a husband and wife working together and and how the husband and wife work together, but when you add, you know, either the in-law or the father to, to, to be a part of it, you know, it's it's something that we can commiserate with them on a lot of times. You know, we, we've gone through the same things. Right. And to even now have uh, Ed the Third as part of the business, you know, they have a lot of different parts of the family business to balance with. Jen's dad is there and the Ed the Third is there. And it's just it's really interesting to see how the, they're thriving and surviving through all of this. Yeah. And I think also the, the thing that really caught my ear and I, I've known Ed a long time and I know like this is the kind of person that he is, but he talked about like his best friend works with him and how much like their business, their employees are family to them. I also love the fact that Ed has gotten to the place now where he is learning his boundaries and work is work and home is home, where the younger kids are at a place where they need that attention. You know, they need Ed to be coming to their sports games and they need Ed to be around. And Ed the third is a little older and he's out of school and working now. So he doesn't need that kind of dad attention anymore. Right. And it's also, it's also part of it is is the fact that it's hard. I think he's they're learning to balance that owner's guilt, as they as we talked about. That fact that, like, well, when you're away from your business, you feel guilty that you're not there. And you feel like the people who work for you are judging you, even though you you definitely make up for it on the other end, like Jen said. And even you and I have that experience with the owner's guilt, where if one of us is working outside of work hours, the other one feels like we should also be doing something productive work-wise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't go and sit down at my computer and start working without you, like, all of a sudden sitting down and starting to work. Or if I walk in and I see you're at your computer working, I'm like, oh, I, I, I guess I should sit here and work. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that's really hard. We should actually mark that as, as a show that we should do down the road is just talk about dealing with that owner's guilt. That's definitely a good idea. But yeah, it was it was a good time. I think that they are at a point in their business where they are starting to be able to have more time away from it and there are other people in their business. So I think it's it's really good to see see them have those opportunities as well. Well, and now they have the house up north. We're just going to go and, and invade their house. Yes. We don't need one now. Yeah, yeah, we are. And I think it's also good. Well, and I really, appreci- I really appreciated Ed saying, you know, listening to our podcast and being able to uh, hear about other people family business stories and other, you know, husbands and wives that work together. It was, it was really nice for him to say that. Yeah, it was, it was a nice little ego boost. <laughs> yeah, definitely a little, a nice little ego boost. Um, but it's, it is true. Like I think sometimes we say this all the time on the show, like when you're a husband and wife and you work together and you have all your friends and none of them work with their husbands or their wives. And, and so I think having, other people that are experiencing the same things that you have and you experience the, you know, like we talk about plugging in the phone at night or whatever it might be, you know, going through that experience is, is, is really important, not only for helping you grow your business and get better, but just for your mental health. And you, you don't feel alone out there. Right. And, and like we talked about, you can pick up a tip from somebody else because they've experienced it before. And why reinvent the wheel? We're all doing something really well. Let's find it and steal it from somebody else. Yeah, definitely. 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 So it was great having Jen and Ed on the show. I'm uh, I'm glad that they got to join us and it was great reconnecting with them. Hey, Allison, what are you listening to this week? I am listening to the new One Minute Manager. Yeah, Ken Blanchard. And, and I actually, one of the reasons you're listening to it is because our production manager is reading 
his other book, one of his right. other books. Right. Our production manager is now working with a coach, and the first book that the his coach wanted him to read was The One Minute Manager Meets the Monkey. And I so I said, oh, I'll buy it and download it and read it along with you. And I accidentally downloaded the new One Minute Manager instead. <laughs> but that's good. So you downloaded the new One Minute Manager by Ken Blanchard on audible.com. Hey, you can get a free 30 days of Audible on us. All you need to do is go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried and sign up there. You'll get a free 30 days. But the one minute, the new one minute manager is sort of like the rebuilding of his initial time, timeless classic, the one minute manager. And it now it focuses now on how like the world has changed since he wrote that first book. And there's, you know, the rise of technology is in there and, and the market is much more global. So it just talks about like everything is now instant communication and there's more pressures than ever in, you know, the workforce that uh, it kind of updates that original book to today. Yeah. And I read a lot of the one minute manager stuff 20 years ago when I first came into the business. So reading the new one minute manager was a good kind of transition for me to think about these management and leadership and delegation things in a different viewpoint now. Yeah. He talks about things have changed over the last 30 years, but some of those some of those key points are still still there. So yes, so check it out. Check it out. The new One Minute Manager by Ken Blanchard. It's on Audible, and you can get free 30 days of Audible on us. Just go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried and sign up there for a free 30 days. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening this week. Look for us online. You can find us on social media at bizmarried and search for us on Facebook, uh, Married with a Business, and check out our website, marriedwithabusiness.net. It's a great place. You can see all the resources, any books, anything we talk about, we post up there so you guys can just one click, get right to it. So, uh, so definitely check it out. That's marriedwithabusiness.net. And remember, everybody, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage, because we're married with a business. 